Speaking on Sri Vishnu Sahasranam, the last name I spoke on was 917 Daksha. Due to Human error, I skipped doing 916 Peshava. So I'll do 916. The name before this was Akrura. How about that? We have Akrura, the name of Vishnu. When you think of Akrura, you don't think of Vishnu generally. And then the name after that was uh, Daksha. And generally, when we think of Daksha, we think of Prajapati Daksha, as described in Bhagavatam. That's also a name of Vishnu. And in between, we have the name Peshala, which, uh, as all the names, has various meanings, but... Here we have um, one main meaning for Peshala. Anyone? I don't think anyone knows the meaning to this name. It, it, the word comes up in Bhagavatam several times. Uh, it's translated as who is charming, auspicious, beautiful, Parashrabhata, the original Sri Vaishnav commentator, is explaining the, the series of names, this particular series of names which we're covering, in terms of the Supreme Personality of Godhead delivering Gajendra from... Gajendra was delivered from... What, who, why, when, or where? Well, well known. Gajendra was delivered from the crocodile. What else? Delivered from an elephant body. He wasn't meant for that. And delivered from material existence. So Parashrabhata is explaining this series of names which we're presently covering in terms of Gajendra Moksha, the, the, the deliverance of Gajendra. And as has been uh, already discussed in previous names, just like Shishira. Anyone knows what Shishira? Do you know? The, yeah, it's, it's the cool season. That is the... Uh, that is the general understanding of the name. And Shankara explains it like that, Shishira. Uh, Shankaracharya in his commentary explains Shishira to mean uh, who cools us off in material existence. But Parashrabhata explained it, taking a different uh, derivation of the words to he who came very quickly when he heard Gajendra calling. So in this name, Peshala, uh, 
he describes that, well, in previous names, he described that, or the sub-commentators described that, he came so quickly, he didn't have time to adjust his ornaments or even put on his shoes. He he came just as he, he was relaxing and just rushed out and everything got all disordered. But, Parashrabhata says, he looks very charming even though he's not presentable, you could say. He wouldn't be admitted to a, to a posh embassy party in that condition. But he looks very charming. Nevertheless, uh, many of these uh, names, what, what's going on is the Parashra Bhatta has commented and then the sub-commentators in the Sri Vaishnava's tradition, they supply quotes from the uh, Tamil Veda, Divya Prabandha, to uphold or, or to further elucidate these names. So, uh, Namalava in his Tiruvayamoli Pasaram 351. Uh, <clears throat> this quote is given Gajendra, the elephant, he was picking a flower in the lotus pond, feeling very happy. I'll offer a flower to my queen. And then all of a sudden, in the midst of this happy scene, he's captured by a crocodile. So the lotus gets offered to Vishnu instead. But Krishna appeared. Specifically, the name is given Krishna. Although we understand he came from Vaikuntha. So more, you might say more technically correct. Vaikuntha Nath, Vishnu came. But specifically, Namalva says that Krishna, with, with the dark hue of his body reminiscent of a cloud, he came in great haste, displaying his, his mercy and his, his characteristic simplicity of heart, his, uh, in as much as he doesn't go through, a, I'm, I'm expanding here, he doesn't go through a, a costs and liabilities analysis. Should I go? Should I not go? Well, if I go, okay, but there's, it'll be good this way, but it'll be bad. Just, he goes. No consideration. Simply goes to save his devotee. Mm. So what, we may say, well, what is the connection between connecting, connecting the deliverance of Gajendra and his beautiful, charming appearance? How does he how does he look nice with all his ornaments scattered, his clothing disarrayed, his hair also similarly looking a bit of a mess? 
Why would you think that he looks very charming, particularly at this time? He always looks very beautiful, but why is it particularly stated in relation to this pastime? Well, his, uh, the look on his face, the happiness he has in protecting his devotee, plus the very fact that everything about him is disorganized, uh, it goes to it it speaks to his glory in protecting his devotee. So it's very beautiful to see. And after all, even without his ornaments, he's very beautiful. The ornaments get their beauty from him, not vice versa. Shankaracharya, he states that this name indicates that Vishnu is uh Karmana Manasava Cha Vapusha Cha Shobanatvat Peshalaha. So Shobanam. Shobanam means, uh, I guess the easiest translation is nice. <laughs> it's, it's nice, it's auspicious, it's beautiful. So Shankara says that Karmana, his actions are. Beautiful and auspicious. This is remember this is Shankara's commentary now, so it's not specifically related to Gajendra. It's generic. By his actions he is auspicious. Manasa, by his mind. His mind is very beautiful, charming and auspicious. Vacha, his words are very beautiful and charming and auspicious. Vapusha, by his body also. So he's beautiful. Madhuram madhuram vaporas asya vibho. He's very beautiful. Ah, some commentary, further commentary here. Uh, we see some people who are very beautiful, but in their bodily appearance only. <clears throat> some have very uh, amazing thoughts. Are very uh, very great thinkers, but they're not beautiful physically. Or they're very great poets. Can we think of a very great poet, Vaishnav poet, who's not beautiful by appearance? Anyone in particular? Anyone? How about Vyasadev? How is Pandu born? Mm -hmm. Yes, it's just see, seeing and smelling Vyasadeva. This uh, Ambika Ambalika just became white. His appearance, not not the kind of thing that every princess dreams of. So, externally not very beautiful. There are other examples. Ashtavakra. Krishna is 
Krishna is Tribhanga Sundara, bent in three places and very beautiful. But Ashtavakra is in eight places and not considered very beautiful. Ah. Uh, then we also have Chavan Muni, who was, uh, he's a Muni, so he's, he's cultivating beautiful thoughts, no doubt. But a, a not such beautiful thought came in his mind when he wanted to enjoy sex life. His, his body was so worn out, like an old bag, dried up old bag. But by his mystic power, he got a very beautiful body. There are so many examples in history. Some people are very uh, beautiful in their activities, some in their words. But Krishna, whoever is the most beautiful physically, Krishna is going to be more beautiful. And of course, beauty in this material world is skin deep. It's a common saying. If you think about that, it's quite ghastly. Because if we take the, the most beautiful woman and just peel her skin off, well, the thought of peeling the skin off is ghastly. And then what you see is also ghastly. Doctors see all the time, especially in the emergency wards in big cities, all kinds of mangled bodies with blood and the, the inside on the outside. Not very appealing. I can relate one anecdote in this regard. And this must have been in the 1980s. For some reason, I had some kind of medical problem which required me to go to a hospital in Bangkok, in Thailand. And there was... I was sitting there and there was a, there was a body next to me, living body, and uh, all mangled, I don't know how I got in there, but all mangled up and blood here and there. Yeah, I was waiting, somehow or other I got sitting next to him. And uh, there was a junior doctor flirting with a junior nurse standing right next to him. <laughs> Which I thought was Look, look, this is the body. This is what this is what you're attracted to. But they're able to forget that. They're able to put that aside and pretend that what they're seeing in front of them is not behind the skin that they're trying to form some romantic relationship with. But Krishna's not like that. Well, Krishna also bleeds, right? We see on the battlefield of Kurukshetra, Bhishma was piercing him with arrows, but he looked all the more beautiful. 
Krishna passes stool and urine. Some people are shocked to hear that if they didn't read Krishna book. Does he only do that when he's a baby? Yeah, it's baby, small boy, and then uh, it's not something you talk about that much, but one of the features of a great personality is that's mentioned in the listed in the Chaitanya Charitamrita in relationship to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu at his birth, quoting thirty two characteristics of a great personality from the Samudrika, which is part of Garuda Purana states that one of his characteristics is that he has a small genital that was seen in the baby, Chaitanya Mahabharata. So he has a genital. Where did you get yours from? It's a, it's a perverted facsimile of Krishna's. There you go. He's... <laughs> So Krishna is beautiful. Everything about him is beautiful. Extraordinarily. His, his words, his actions, uh, his bodily features, yeah, he passes stool and urine. He, there's blood, but when Bhishmadev saw the blood on his body, he thought he looked all the more charming. That's a Kshatriya's vision. Kshatriya has a different vision. Kshatriya takes pleasure in blood and gore, which is an English saying. G-O-R-E, not like Goranga, blood and gore. They, they take pleasure in seeing that, in that kind of atmosphere. So Bhishma seeing Krishna in that fighting mode with his body pierced with arrows he uh, he became very happy to see Krishna like that and no one blamed him for piercing Krishna with those arrows Krishna himself didn't blame him I was saying we had a Krura as the name previous to this but Akrura and Kritavarma later, Akrura, he took Krishna away from Vrindavan. And then later he instigated Shatadanya to kill Shatrajit, the father of Satyabhama. And no one blamed him. No one blamed him for that. Later on, Kritavarma became on the Kaurava side in the battle and he also instigated Ashvatthama to kill all the remaining Pandava warriors except the Pandavas themselves in the in in the night and Kripa was there also but you'll find in the after that they're still treated with full respect because that's there in the first canto of Bhagavatam when the funeral rites were being performed. It's different culture to this one, huh? where you have feuds going on for generations. 
especially I'm told in Macedonia, they have Montenegro, is it? Hmm. Oh yeah, here we have. One of the commentators here has given the meaning Peshalo Monoharaha. Peshala means who steals the mind. And he quotes the, the name, uh, or he quotes from Bhagavatam. Canto 10, chapter 32, text 2, in which Krishna reappears after leaving the gopis in the forest. And it's a well-known verse, not, not as well-known as, for instance, Saradhaman Paritdhaja, but for those who regularly study Bhagavatam, especially those who take uh, special delight in Krishna's gopi pastimes. This verse is well known. Tasam avaribhuj chauri smayamana mukambuja pitambara dharasragvi sakshan manmata 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 means in English it said Cupid, one of the names of Cupid, Kamadeva, Madan, these are there are many names for Cupid, Pushpabana. There are many names. Manmata, Mata gives the idea of churning. So one who churns your mind. That's a name for Cupid. And Krishna is Manmata Manmata. Kandarpa, that's another name for him. Kan, so, for Cupid. Kandarpa Koti Kamaniya Vishesha Shobham. He's so attractive that Kamadev, who churns the mind of the whole world, is himself defeated by Krishna. So, the gopis, this is how the gopis saw Krishna. He was. Uh, he appeared there, Tasam, in, in, in the midst of them, Avirabhu, he suddenly reappeared, uh, smiling with his lotus face and with yellow cloth and a garland, Sakshan Manmata Manmata, directly the Cupid of Cupid. Srila Prabhupada stated while discussing the philosopher Hegel you wouldn't think that in a discussion of a, such a philosopher who's very logical and putting everything categorizing everything very German philosopher you wouldn't think that this such discussion would arise, but Srila Prabhupada said in, in this discussion, Krishna is the most beautiful. 
because Krishna is beautiful, even the chirping of a bird is beautiful. Krishna is the reservoir of all pleasure and beauty. Beauty is appreciated in this world because beauty is one of Krishna's qualities. Whatever little beauty we find in this material world is but the perverted reflection of Krishna's beauty. So we find beauty in this world. Now the rain has stopped. We can see a little clearly. If we look out, we can see the natural beauty of this rural area of Croatia. And it looks beautiful. That is because of Krishna. It's all a reflection of the beauty of Krishna. Here's a verse from Bhagavatam, Canto 2, Chapter 2, Text 11, in which the word Peshala comes up. Srila Prabhupada translates Peshala here as pleasing. The verse is Vibhushitang meka. Vibhushitam mekala yanguli yakair mahadhanair nupara kankarnadhi bihi snigdhama la kunchita nila kuntalair virocha mananana hasa peshalam. He is well decorated with an ornamental wreath about his waist and rings studded with valuable jewels on his fingers. His leglets, his bangles, his oiled hair, curling with a bluish tint, and his beautiful smiling face are all pleasing. Peshala, pleasing. From Canto 10, Chapter 42, Text 4, the word Peshala is, uh, yeah, it, it appears, Rupa Peshala Madhurya. Hasita lapa vikshitai darshit atma dadao sandram upayo anulepanam. This is referring to Trivikra, otherwise known as Kubja, whose mind was overwhelmed by Krishna's. Actually, it goes straight through to. doesn't mention his. Oh, yeah, Rup here is translated as. Beauty. Then Peshala as charm. Her mind overwhelmed by Krishna's beauty, charm, sweetness, smiles, words, and glances. Trivikra gave both Krishna and Balaram generous amounts of ointment. Uh, then the word Peshala used. In Bhagavatam, Canto 10, Chapter 33, Text 1, to describe the words of Krishna as being most charming. Shri Shuka Uvacha, Itang Bhagavato Gopya, Shudva Vacha, Supeshalaha, Jaho Virahajang Tapam, Tad Ango Pachita Shishaha. Shukadeva Goswami said, When the cow, this is again when Krishna appeared. After leaving the the area of the the Rasadans, 
And then when he reappeared, when the cowherd girls heard this Supreme Personality of Godhead speak these most charming words, so charming words, Vacha Supeshalaha. They forgot their distress caused by separation from him. Touching his transcendental limbs, they felt all their desires fulfilled. <clears throat> Again, Peshala, in describing words, this comes in Canto 10, Chapter 88, Text 35, Shukadev Goswami speaking, Itang Bhagavatas Chitrayar, Bacho bhi sa supeshalahi bhinna dhir vismita sirshni svahastam kumatiyanyadhat. This is referring to the demon Vrika. Thus bewildered by the personality of Godhead's enchanting artful words. So enchanting peshala chitra artful Foolish Vrikha, without realizing what he was doing, placing his, placed his hand on his head. Another meaning of the name Peshala, one who is most soft, uh, Radha Krishna Shastri, comments that the name Peshala indicates who has a very soft heart, like a flower. He's full of kindness, compassion, and compassion. And this reflects in all his thoughts, words and activities. In this way it's very similar to the name Akrura, which just came before this. Akrura means not cruel. Mm. Not cruel. That's, that's a name by negation. It doesn't present a positive quality. It's a name by negation. When I spoke on the name Akrura, I gave several examples of Krishna's apparent cruelty. He can be very harsh, but his inner characteristic is that he's not cruel. So, he is a krura, not cruel, and that's that's a negative understanding. And then he is peshala, which is a more positive way of looking at the same thing. He's full of kindness and compassion, as seen in his words and deeds and thoughts. A recent commentator, Satyadeva Vashishta, takes a different meaning. It means to form. Uh, now these, these names, these meanings are not attributed arbitrarily. They are based on unpacking the Sanskrit of the name. You just can't say, well, this means this and that means that. You have to be able to show by applying grammatical rules. So Satyadeva Vashishta, who in many of his explanations of the names, gives them in terms of the Supreme Lord's 
creating, maintaining and destroying this world, especially his destruction. Sorry, especially in his maintenance. Uh, Vishnu maintains. So here Satyadeva Vashishta takes Peshala to mean Pish Aveyave, which means to form, and he explains the name as signifying that the Supreme Personality of Godhead has formed whatever form we see in this material world has been formed by the Supreme Lord. And there are so many examples. How the stars in the sky are, or the nakshatras, the constellations are composed of different stars. There are so many examples. Satya Sandhya a Madhvacharya commentator, gives another meaning, separating uh, Peshalam into Pa, Isha, and La. So, Isha here means Rudra, Shiva, Lati means who uh, Bhaktatvena Grahnati which means who is devoted to Pati Iti Paha. So Peshala means he who has Rudra, Shiva, devoted to him and who protects Rudra is Peshala. So it's a it's very different meaning. So they're all suitable. Baladev Vidyabhushan, in his commentary on this name, says that he's called Peshala, uh, taking the meaning that he's very pleasant, charming. Also, Baladev Vidyabhushan takes the meaning that he's very clever. In this series of names, Baladevid uh, Dabhushan is explaining this series of names in relation to Krishna's solving the problem of the Pandavas when Durvasa came to the Pandavas in the forest after Draupadi had finished her meal. Which means that until the next day, because they have the Akshay Patram, the unfinishing, uh, undiminished cooking pot that from this cooking pot you can take any amount of food until Draupadi eats when she'll eat after all the guests have been served all her husbands have been served then only she'll take and now if she's taken then the Akshay Patra doesn't work anymore for the day so you know the story how Duryodhana, having satisfied Durvasa, asked Durvasa to go and meet the Pandavas in the forest along with Durvasa's 60,000 disciples. Specifically, Durvasa was to go after Draupadi had eaten. And then 
Yudhishthira as a king would be obliged to uh, host his guests, 60,001 guests, uh, means he has to feed them. So they were in a difficult situation, but Krishna very charmingly, artfully solved the whole problem by uh, having this uh, Durvasa and his disciples suddenly feel as if they'd eaten a huge meal. So they didn't go back. And in this way, they didn't go back to get their meal thinking that Yudhishthira must have arranged so many preparations. and Suddenly we're feeling so full and we couldn't even eat it, a single drop more. So thinking that, that Durvasa left and the Pandavas were saved and in this way, Balevidabhushan uh, says, Vishnu is Peshala. Peshala means not only pleasant but also very clever. Another meaning, Guru Shishyabhyang Vicharyaha Peshalaha. The subject matter that is to be discussed, considered in the conversation between the guru and the disciple, what is the subject matter? Subject matter is Brahma, ultimately Krishna. So, Vishnu is the subject matter to be ascertained in discussions between guru and disciple. And exactly how that extracts from Peshala is not described here, but it is. So that's another meaning of the name Peshala. Hare Krishna. That's a fairly short one. Do any of you listen to these Vishnu Sahasranam talks regularly? Anyone likes to hear them? A few. They're not they're not the most popular. If I speak on controversial issues, there'll be more to listen. But if we discuss the glories of the Supreme Personality of Godhead as described in the Vedic literature and by our Acharyas, there's not so much interest. Unfortunate. Okay, that's that name done. Done means from what I will speak on it. There's, otherwise, you can go on speaking forever. If, if one has sufficient intelligence, energy, inspiration, devotion, knowledge, you can go on speaking even on one name of Vishnu Sahasranam forever. 
we say Krishna is charming and beautiful, Pesala. So this could be described much, much more. But I've just given a, a short overview of that. So Hare Krishna.